0: How does a peanut look like on the tree? Is it green?
1: No, it grows on the ground, you moron.
2: I'd like you call him a moron for this. <laughs> Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Rooting Around podcast. I'm Kevin. I'm Tom. And I'm Ed. And this week we are talking about Burundi.
0: Is everyone okay?
1: Yep. Yeah, it's fine. Nearly fell okay. on my toes.
0: Um, yeah, Burundi. Before,
1: before you start, Ed, um... I noticed that we're wearing a really similar oh. top. S- scared me that.
2: Yeah. We got some swag. NERPA Travel. It's the first time you've heard this word in a long, long time. Although we did
1: mention it in the last <laughs> Turkey episode. Did we? The first Turkey episode. Very briefly.
0: What's a NERPA I swag? Just, I just no, that we have a travel
1: company called NERPA Travel. Yeah. Yeah. Travelling around the world. Big news. T-B- TBA. TBA. Coming very announced.
0: Announce oh, I think. <laughs> Is it? Yeah, no. We're going to announce that news <laughs> uh,
2: soon. <laughs> uh, no, we're, we're, we're going to be kind of booked in for our first two wreckies for the first two trips. Yeah, yeah Lovely stuff.
0: Whereabouts? Wales. S- Both of them?
1: One in Wales, smashing up the the South Wales Valleys.
0: I was scared it was going to be people,
2: but... And, uh, and also Indonesia. And they're going to be on electric vehicles. Yeah, um, boy. Yeah. That's the one. whole
0: thing, isn't it? Yeah, it's all electric vehicles. Electrifying um, travel. Yeah, baby.
1: That's what it says. Oh, it doesn't say that on the back, it actually. It. No, it doesn't <laughs> say <it> anyway. <laughs> <laughs>
2: um,
1: but, but we got these ones, custom-made, because uh, it's cold in Wales. And as you can expect, when we go to Indonesia, we'll probably get... Custom tank, tops. custom tank tops. We go
2: get singlets.
1: And and before the and comments, before the comments go, oh, you should you know just more fast fashion. It's from it's from Rapanui, so it's all like carbon neutral clothing, sustainably sourced, sustainably dyed. So shut the fuck up for one. And, oh yeah, they're
2: completely uh, T mill. Yeah, T mill are uh, zero emissions. Yeah, boy. Well, carbon.
1: Maybe. so pipe down and sign up to our events when we come to market forward slash nopatravel nopatravel.com
2: uh, so nice. yeah it's all very exciting it's all very very exciting uh, not as exciting about as uh, Burundi are you sure? Highly <laughs> yeah that. I, I was I started reading this one and it's uh, well as, as I said in the last one it's, it's not going to be a barrel of laughs this one uh, it's kind of the same feeling I had about Afghanistan, is that it's just...
1: I've got some light facts. You oh yeah, got I've got a
2: couple. I've tried to keep mine a bit light because uh, I know you're going to talk about a bit of history and politics and that is... Yeah. There's a, the, the there's a lot
0: uh, and it's a lot of the, the same, sadly. Yeah. It's a lot of wars and stuff. But, you know, we go from the top? But see keeping? how many Luxembourg's are yeah, in there yeah, and stuff? Yeah, just so you understand how many, uh, like... What kind of territory we're talking about here um, 27,800 square kilometers, which is I would have said just over 10 Luxembourgs, and then I was like, oh, I want to know the exact amount, and I'm so happy I did because it's 10.69 Luxembourgs. So, yeah, the best decimal that could possibly be. <laughs> um,
1: 100%. also, for anyone who doesn't know where Burundi is because I wasn't completely sure on time, <laughs> it's, true, it's just underneath Rwanda. And if so no one knows where Rwanda is, just
0: ask the UK government. Next, uh,
1: oh God. Uh, uh,
2: it's so sandwiched between the Congo, uh, Tanzania
1: and Rwanda. So by bang in the middle slightly to the east. They call it the heart Rwanda. of Africa. Yeah.
2: And the, the country is heart-shaped as well. Is
0: it?
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Well, you'll see a lot of similarities with like neighboring countries. Um, Rwanda, the Congo and stuff like that. But population, just before we go to the rest of Burundi, 21.8 million people, which is a lot, because that's... How many? Thir-
1: 21.8. I've got 12.
0: Oh, uh, maybe point, I wrote that. 12.8. <laughs> right, here we go. Let's do it. 12.8 probably. Uh, which which is is the highest,
2: highest, where well, it's the most densely populated. It looks pretty it densely populated yeah. as well. That's African country.
0: Yeah. It might, it to be fair, I- there's a lot of massive countries in Africa that are full of nothing, like... Algeria, which is just a lot of desert. Libya. Someone was telling us
1: today that Algeria has got a larger landmass than the continental United States. I'm not sure whether I believe him, but it is Ooh. Phil, so I'm. I t-
2: do love that man, and he is full of wisdom. And he's basically our business dad. He he helps us with business, work things out,
1: and and fatherhood. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I mean, judging by Google Maps, lies, but uh, it does look massive.
1: I'm going to have to Google this.
0: This, this not is the Algeria why episode anyway.
2: No, it's not the Algeria episode. We should do that soon,
0: though. Mm. So Burundi has two official capitals, capital cities. I'm not sure okay. if you knew that. Uh, there's Bujumbura, Bujumbura uh, the largest city, and main port of Burundi. And now I hear you say... Disappointing. Oh, oh, cool.
2: It feels this. wrong. Uh, so I America is bigger than... It's four times bigger. Four t- <laughs> <laughs> but still... Still big, yeah, still fucking huge. huge. A lot yeah.
0: of like just sand, though. Not much you can do. Hey, anyway, sorry, we digress. Um, yeah, so two capital cities: Bujumbura, which is the largest city and main port of Burundi. Does that not? Well, it's landlocked. Yeah, river port. They do have a port because the l- longest lake in the world, I think.
2: Second deepest.
0: Second deepest is. In that area and literally just like straddles so lake, many countries. I've got, so I've got a okay. bunch of facts about that, lake I've, that got lake. I've
1: got a fact about that lake as well. Perfect. What story well, about the lake. We'll talk about, oh. Lake Tanganyika. Cryptid. No? Yeah, we'll
0: get to that. Oh, yeah. We'll yeah. To that. <laughs> so that Bujumbura city uh, ships most of the country's exports, which is coffee, cotton and tin. And uh, is kind of like the city's economic capital. And in 2019, the Burundi government transferred the political capital from Bujumbura to Gitega. Uh, and probably just because it's more central. Oh, so you can access everywhere. I think I think
2: probably that port is, because um, it, cause it's landlocked, apparently the, the corruption on the land borders is just like, it costs so much to take things overland mm. that I think a lot of it just goes through the lake.
0: Makes sense makes sense. Well, how mm. why would
1: land border customs be less corrupt than sea? Maybe s- they've got better um, morals. Uh,
2: less moni- uh, like uh, less monitoring, I think. I think uh, it's like te- 10 to 15% of the roads are paved. So it's like I
1: guess it's such a long border as well. Yeah. Like comparatively. I've got a little fact to follow that up with. Um, in 2004 jogging was banned <laughs> the oh market. yeah we see the, the same website <laughs> yeah, or... yeah. yeah probably yeah
0: probably top 10 there's, burundi facts to be fair there's not much about burundi apart from you know the wars like there's not much about like culture or arts probably because it's been affected a lot by mm. the war but just in general i found it quite hard to actually find like interesting stuff i, um, I kind of did a
2: lot of um focus on wildlife yeah, and, and the nature side of it but it used to be, um, there in Rwanda, used to be part of the same
0: Belgian...
1: We'll get to that. Don't you
2: oh Okay, we'll my friend. Get there. We'll get there. But Have back you got to any more housekeeping? Sorry.
0: No, I had jogging as like one of my, the banning of jogging uh, as one of my we facts. Should, we, we should still probably banned. say why. Yeah, do you know why?
1: Yeah, but you can say. Oh, you can say. Oh, thank you, Red. You're more <coughs> um, eloquent. During the long ethnic long years of ethnic conflict, Burundians started... Tradition- <laughs> this is the same website. <laughs> yeah, of, of Saturday morning runs. To articulate fear and frustration with the tightening of government control, they would head out in a group and jog. Fearing it was a cover for subversion, the president banned it altogether. Um, if you want to jog in Burundi, you've got to join a jogging club, register with the government, and choose one of the nine approved venues.
2: What was the president at the time who banned it? Who was, who was scared? I
1: don't, what's his name? I don't have his name. Pierre something? Ah, uh, Pierre Nkurunziza. Yeah, f- fucking dick. That guy.
2: <laughs> uh, Shit runner. <laughs> yeah, he's a real real dick. Um, there's, he, he was a big fan of football. I read a, a funny anecdote. And um, two players fouled him. I've seen that. Yeah. And they got arrested for fouling him. What type of foul was it? Uh, yellow know. card type.
0: So not quite red, but wasn't, yellow. It wasn't a two-footed <laughs> slide tackle.
2: <laughs> well, no, I think that would be... Death penalty. Death penalty, yeah.
1: Um, so why are you supposed to get the ball off him?
2: Ask him nicely. No. You can't jog near him. You no. have to walk walk briskly and not go anywhere near him. Is and just why they invented
1: the walking football? Not just for like elderly people.
0: <laughs> it's just Burundians not wanting to go to jail. Fuck.
1: Well, speak Well, as you might know, walking, speed walking is uh, an Olympic sport <laughs> for yeah. some bizarre reason. Um, but Burundi won... First one Olympic medal in 1996. Um,
0: it wasn't speed walking though, was it? No, it was a long
1: distance runner, wasn't it? It just says... Athletics on the website I use, which is really fucking. There, lazy. Was, there was
2: a lady who I believe won a medal, and she like did the five thousand meters.
1: There's yeah. one in 2016. Francine Neon Saba won a silver medal in something. This website had a silver think that was, that was long distance running. So what do you think the first one was? Probably similar. I know it's a really lazy stereotype. But it no, prob- it well, probably is. Yeah. they have only got nine jogging venues, but they're fucking elite. I'd
0: imagine so yeah
1: we've talked about olympic sports haven't we before which one we'd do
0: oh yeah i said long jump didn't i because oh, i've, I've jumped one of the jumps uh, why, either
2: way do you <laughs> i can't remember what mine was i it was might it be the, like discus or shot yeah or no because i've got really short limbs you <laughs> need you need leverage for that <laughs> mm, yeah you need brilliant. some like
0: fingers as well like finger yeah, yeah i got
2: f- <laughs> tiny hands i guess weight lifting
0: yeah it'd be a good one
1: but i'd need to train
0: Well, to be an Olympic athlete, you need to train regardless. Well,
1: (laughs) you say that there are a few sports in the Olympics where I feel not really; they they shouldn't be in there.
2: (laughs) Like you'd be instantly better at basketball and volleyball, for example, than I would.
0: Yeah, than you would, but I'm not the tallest in the world either. But then,
2: anything to do with strength, you'd be useless. <laughs> <laughs>
0: no, you're right, <laughs> I can't live for shit i' don't, never actually done it, so I don't know, but
1: you'd be good at swimming with those fucking oars for <laughs> arms, <laughs> also
2: uh. terrible at swimming short short arms, tiny hands, very hairy,
1: yeah but so no, rotters, Rott mate, so don't, don't
2: yeah, to that's, true. About it. <laughs> that's true, yeah. <laughs>
1: Oh god, um, should we take
2: should we hit the yeah. lake while we're on otters? Yeah, please do. There is a species of otter that is uh, oh yeah only found in the rivers and that lake, but I can't remember the name of it. Um, so that lake is uh, what was it Lake Tanganyika? Tanganyika. Tang- tang- tanger- nee- nee- <laughs> Uh, which is estimated to be the second largest freshwater lake in the world by volume and the second deepest after Lake Baikal in Siberia. Mm. So Lake Baikal holds 20% of the world's unfrozen freshwater. It's just
0: crazy. Like that fact just baffles me every time I hear it.
2: And then this lake holds a further 16%. So between the two
0: of them, it's like 36% of all water. Yeah. Unfrozen freshwater.
1: Yeah. It's ridiculous. It's a lot of water. It's mental.
0: So uh,
2: that yeah. lake. <laughs> like
1: how deep is it? How it's, deep is?
2: Uh, so it's six hundred and seventy-six kilometers long. The lake. Wait, how much? Six hundred and seventy-six kilometers long.
1: It's like the length of the UK. Now. No. 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 Four hundred.
2: No, that's
0: like the distance to like Newcastle or something.
2: Uh, the lake covers thirty-two thousand nine hundred square kilometers. How many lakes? Wait, are wait there? thirty.
0: 32,900,
2: so let's say
1: 33,000. 12.69 Luxembourg. Oh, my God.
2: (laughs) Best decimal point, baby. Uh, The shoreline is uh, 18,028 kilometers, and the maximum depth is... Uh, One thousand four hundred and seventy-one meters. That's pretty deep. deep. Over a kilometer. I think Baikal is sixteen hundred or something like that. It's
1: over a mile. Yeah, um, yeah, Baikal.
2: Um, and that's an estimated nineteen thousand kilometers cubed.
0: And have people been at the bottom of that? Like, I imagine
1: reading? it's I imagine it's quite quite muddy.
0: Uh, oh, no, maybe that's
1: maybe that's just my own.
2: It's a very a stagnant lake. There's not a lot of um like, Overflow but what it does overflow into is like
0: uh the congo and the congo basin but does it have like i suppose it's got rivers but like <laughs> what kind of rivers are going into it or coming out of it do any uh, of the,
1: any of the sources of the nile start around there
0: yeah so the lake is shared among four countries
2: so it's tanzania democratic republic of congo um burundi and zambia with tanzania uh and Congo possessing the majority of the lake drains into the Congo River system and ultimately into the Atlantic Ocean uh, which feeds into the Nile as well I believe Wow Um, fucking big lake it's home to hundreds and hundreds of uh, species that are found nowhere else in the world one which just sounded sick was the storms water Cobra which feeds mainly on fish
0: Oh so rad! What kind of thing is it? Snake, snake. Snake. Is it an actual snake? Yeah, in the water.
1: Yeah, have you had sea snakes,
0: like eel and so. No, oh. the sea snakes. There's,
2: uh, sea snakes are some of the most poisonous snakes on earth. As they well. swim, swim around.
0: Let me guess. They've got plenty in Australia.
2: Mm, I think they've got them in Australia, but it's more like
1: Southeast
0: Asia. How have and,
2: I never know. heard of this? They're like, black and white, and their 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 tails are like paddled, almost. They go flat. Right. Um, and they're not like... They, just they don't give
0: you like a shock, like an electric shock. It's like no, the no, same thing as them. a snake. It's a
2: snake that swims. And goes on land. So anacondas, they're found in water. Lots of pythons. But they don't live in the water. But some some be but sea in sea the sea snakes... Sea snakes live in water. That's... Yeah.
1: You, you well. just... And you the, just, the water yeah, cobra yeah.
2: here, it would be in and out of... But anacondas live in and out of land. They're kind of... You just... Yeah. Blew up. my mind there. Another cool thing was a cuckoo catfish. Cucked. Yeah. <laughs> I think I've gone over cuckoos in the past, or cuckoos, which are they're no. called brood parasites. So, they're, so a cuckoo is a bird that will lay its egg in the nest of another bird. Yeah. And it will hatch, and it becomes like Too five big, times yeah. the size. So the cuckoo catfish is a brood parasite as well. And it will lay its eggs uh, synchrono- synchronously with, um, there's another, there's, there's a fish species in that lake called uh, Kiklid, which that's the kind of main population, I think it's about 60% of, of the fish in there. But they're mouth brooding, so they're the ones that like, you mm-hmm. see them open their mouths and the fish come in yeah. and they take out all the little bits. Um and, and the kickleads will pick up the eggs of the catfish, and then the catfish will just eat all the other eggs. It's a bit rude. Yeah, it's mean. Mean as fuck. Okay. Um, there's a very, very famous kind uh, of person, person, thing that lives in the, uh, in the lake, and his name is Gustav, who's a large male Nile crocodile. Big boy. Who's Gustav such a good name. It's the name of my snake. Is no, it? Yeah, yeah, Gustav. He's the one that bit me, the bastard. <laughs> <laughs> um, so he's notorious for being a man-eater. Rumored to have killed as uh, as many as 300 people on the banks of the Razuzi River and the northern shores. Oh, What's what the time he? span?
0: Like yeah, of the must 300? like
1: 30, 40.
2: They, uh, they say that he's n- possibly 100 years, but when a crocodile is 100 years old, they're almost toothless. So he's got a full set of teeth, so they think he's about 60. Maybe he's so he's violent. still got room to grow.
1: Maybe he goes to Turkey for dentistry. <laughs> <laughs> he's just got you can the flat teeth.
2: <laughs> um, so they've said because of his uncommon size, they, they'd say he could be 6.1 meters.
0: That's like three times me. Yeah. That's fucked up.
1: How many subways is that? <laughs> 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 wait,
0: hang wait, wait, what did you say? How many meters? Six, six. Six. 6.1. So that's
2: 18 twim. feet. That's eighteen foot long subways. That's a lot of subways. Oh no, it's more than
0: eighteen feet. No, right? you're right. I think because I'm like six. No, right? 10 it's three times 10 10 me. It's
1: about twenty subways, isn't it? Yeah, yeah
0: well, 18 and 20, same thing. So because that, of his, you're great. trying 18, so 20
1: subways. <laughs> eighteen, you can put away.
0: No, I'm, I don't know. How wide is that thing? Because I suppose it's not the slimmest either, given that it's no. Well, 70. that that's it's probably it's about a here.
1: meter across.
0: That oh, body, easily. body easily, wise, yeah. at like the narrowest almost. Surely it's wider than a meter. Like, a is this. Oh, yeah. Six Maybe two meters, meters I know. That's just just beast. So, due to his uh, uncommon
2: size and weight, it's impeded his ability to hunt the species, usually like uh, like smaller fish, antelope, and zebras, forcing him to attack larger animals, such as hippos, large buffaloes, and humans.
0: Good on him. Imagine the moment he realized. He was like, oh, too fat. It's Gustavo. Yeah have to go for the big guys. have to go
2: for that even <laughs> fatter one over there. um So since crocodiles can go several months without eating, Gustav can afford to select his prey carefully. So I think getting killed by a crocodile is possibly one of the worst animals to be killed by. Yeah. I feel like
0: it's a pretty quick death though. One chomp and you're done. It's not one it's chomp though. They grab you it's and it's they it's thrash you around death until rolls. your limbs fall off. and
1: It's pretty gruesome. Yeah.
0: I don't know. I don't know, a hippo might be... hippo would
2: be savage, and I think a bear. A polar bear, maybe, would be... be a All the one. ones
0: that just don't let you die straight away. So yeah, what, a polar bear would just eat
2: you while you're alive. What? Who? What do? A polar bear would just eat you while you're alive. It wouldn't kill you first and then eat you. It would just pin you down and start Yeah, but surely
0: it. how do you, you die pretty quickly when once you get like eaten? You'd probably though. go
1: into shock and have a heart attack or something. I
0: don't know. Mm.
2: I would recommend listening to a podcast, one of my favourites, called Tooth and Claw. And they go into very detailed accounts of animal attacks, and it's they somehow make it funny. Um, Which is
1: something we haven't quite worked out how to do. <laughs> no, <what> no. <laughs> I mean, we're
2: veering off and talking about giant crocodiles now, but um, I've got some. I um, strongly recommend listening to that podcast. I've got That's a, very good.
1: You know, you could you could describe Gustav size as monstrous. Oh, i have got have got a I've got a monster-related fact. Oh yeah, uh-huh. the Lake Tanganyika monster.
0: <gasps> Obviously, how creative! Yeah,
2: it was always um, going to be. Not, I, I didn't see anything about this, and I was reading up about the lake
1: for ages. Apparently, it's a thirty-foot sea serpent. That's thirty Subway sandwiches. So uh, that's
0: ten feet more than the Yeah, doctor. like oh, imagine them fighting.
1: According, according to German reports from June 1928, um, the the monster was seen sometimes by ships in the lake, which, inic- which initially took it for an island until it dived. The report alleged that unidentifiable tracks had been discovered on the lake shore, with two claws like those of a gigantic bird, much larger than elephant tracks. They dragged and the dragging trail of a thick tail's end
2: does just sound like a crocodile I think it probably is cocktail
1: um <laughs> one, though, <laughs> it's so.
2: renowned for having a massive crocodile <laughs> in as well <laughs> uh
1: during the colonial era German government of Tanganyika um offered a reward for the capture of wait, a fresh wait, wait,
0: sorry the we'll, German we'll, government
1: we'll get to that don't we Ooh, what a tease um capture <laughs> a freshwater shark seen in the lake uh the green also refers to a legend of a great fish once which devoured a canoe and its 20 occupants um And there have been several sightings. Um, I've got a quote from one person. I'm not sure whether... Ah, from a German doctor. Should I do a German accent?
0: Oh, yeah, good. Und, hello. So So let me just get
2: into the zone. I saw
1: coming Mm. from the lake in the bay itself something that I had never seen. It was a creature that looked like a monstrous serpent. However... It did not swim like snakes in horizontal movements, but its rings are counted as many as six rows vertically above the water. The animal arrived in the bay at a fairly brisk pace and went straight to to the vicinity of the rocky shore on which I was lying motionless.
0: You're so good at this. Like, how do you manage to read... It's like the last oh, two weeks ago uh, when you read that review in with the World accent. <laughs> I thought I was just so good. How do you do this? Like, I, I wish I was good at like... The only thing oh, I didn't making.
2: like is that you did. You said Vata instead
1: of Vasa. I know, I should say Vasa. <laughs> I've got a really good line. <laughs> the beast had neither legs, nor stumps, nor fins. Near the head, however, there were slender fin-like structures on either side. It just sounds like a giant eel. Yeah, I think it is a giant eel. Yeah. I've been watching a lot of German TV recently.
2: So well, they've got, they've got giant cat, not giant catfish, but so they've got catfish and they've got giant crocodiles in there as well.
1: So, yeah, that's that's the Lake Tanganyika monster, probably a massive snake or a crocodile or a combination of three. It's always the same. Driftwood. I've
2: got one additional thing to add about the lake. Oh, yeah. So this is possibly a nice segue into history. So in 1965, Argentinian revolutionary Che Guevara used the western shores of Lake Tanganyika as a training camp for guerrilla forces in Congo. Yes. From his camp, Shea and his forces attempt to overthrow the government but ended up pulling out less than a year as the National Security Agency had been monitoring him the entire time and they aided government forces in ambushing his guerrillas. Guerrillas with a G U. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, because there are guerrillas found in that region as well. Oh, really? It's yeah. on, uh,
1: presumably it's on the other side of Shurunga.
2: Uh Well, yeah, in Rwanda. Um, there were... Uh, there were gorillas in Burundi, but they're all extinct now, oh. though. They are home to uh, a large proportion of Eastern chimpanzees. It's 405 of them. It's uh, and that, that's I think that's like 10 more than Rwanda
1: have. So in your face. And they keep it that way <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> till let them leave. Do you want me to go through... Oh, food. What do they eat in Burundi? Ooh. Do you want
0: food first? I've actually got a lot for food. Um, you? Yeah. Why did you sign? Because <laughs> it's, well, the poorest
2: country on earth. Yeah. And famine well, is a huge problem there.
0: Yeah. Thanks, Kev. Yeah. <laughs> Starting it. Um, but yeah, it is the poorest country in the world. And uh, possibly why they don't eat much meat... Um, because it's quite expensive to, you know, have animals and stuff like that, and it's only uh, animal breeding is only seen as a secondary occupation. Mm. So you know, if you've got chickens, basically, that's that's it. I think um, most of their
2: protein actually comes from the lake. It's like sixty percent. A lot comes
0: from a leaf, a plant I'll talk about. Ooh. Um, what
1: well, protein? Yeah. It's a really muscly leaf.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Just checked. But when they do have meat, they have sheep uh, or goats sometimes. Uh, Oh no, cows are very sacred, so not cows. Oh,
2: they are.
0: Um, Yeah, one of the main things in that region, so it's obviously not just Burundi, it's also Rwanda and stuff like that, is a stew called izombe, made from mashed cassava.
1: Oh yeah, sounds nice. Um, Cassava.
0: And uh, it's got other ingredients like tomatoes, onions, coriander, And peanut butter. And apparently that dish is... it's probably because of the peanut butter. That that dish is quite uh, high in protein. Um, And it often has a meaty flavor because uh, of like stock that they use, but it doesn't actually have meat in it. And it's usually served with rice or beans on the side. Uh, Beans is like the major thing they have there.
1: Sounds right up my street. Sounds delicious.
0: It looks like... Slop? Yeah, it's yeah, not. Yeah. It's not very. Nothing <laughs> wrong with slop, though. <laughs> All Flav- the best <laughs> foods are Flav- flavorful yeah. Really. slop. Yeah, I like a good like, hearty, hearty like stew dish like that. And then the national dish is called boko boko, and it's again not a very attractive-looking thing. Uh, it's sort of porridge made with shredded meat, bulgur wheat, or cracked wheat and spices, uh, which nice. also sounds pretty good. And like I said, the cuisine. Is it is like a risotto,
1: like a bulgur wheat risotto?
0: If it was all mushed up, it's like m- mashed potatoes, more like if you look at it, it's it oh, looks when like you, one when little. When you
1: take it too far, hmm? <laughs> it turns into porridge.
0: Yeah, well, they describe it as it's porridge, like arancini, so. but not fried. <laughs> um, so, yeah, like I said, Burundi cuisine is full of beans, <laughs> which reminds me of the Luxembourg episode every time. Um, and fruit like bananas and plantains, sweet potatoes, cassava. Don't peas, they, maize and cereal. Do they
1: make beer out of bananas though? They as well? do. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So, it's all coming back to me now. Like much of East Africa, Burundians are known for uh, brewing banana beer. We used the same website. 100%. Yeah, we did. It's made from fermented mashed bananas, usually enjoyed in a large group with a straw. Um, to speed up the fermentation process, brewers still I will dig a hole in the ground Lined with dried banana leaves And set them on fire Then they lay the fresh banana leaves on top Along with the unripe bananas And leave them around for six days
2: And then it becomes a beer Only after six days
1: Yeah I guess it's probably going to be At least like 25 degrees Most of the day round It's perfect yeah. Perfect fermentation Weather
0: Yeah So it's actually quite a lot for food Like there's a lot of countries yeah. Where I kind of struggled Finding like the main thing But they've
1: I had a feeling they would be a bit peanutty Really? Yeah. Like, I
0: had no. Fly. There's never a moment where I look at a culture and I'm like, they like some peanuts, do <laughs>
1: I think that that whole part of Africa, they grow a lot of peanuts. That's where peanuts originated, isn't it? How so does a peanut look like
0: on the tree? Is it green?
1: No, it grows underground more on the ground, you moron. Really? Yeah, a nut? It's a legume.
2: Really, cashews are legumes?
1: No, peanuts. So honestly, the, peanuts grow underground. So peanuts go, no, I, I, I believe you, you, but you peanuts. Pull it, you pull not it nut out, then. and then it's got little sort of pods that are under the ground. Which is which is <laughs> a. You call a moron. For which is a monkey? A monkey nut? <laughs> <laughs> that's that's part of the root sack of, peanuts of a plant.
0: Grow?
1: They grow underground. Are peanuts why do they,
2: inside monkey nuts? Though are they the oh, same they do, nuts? Yeah. So why did they call them nuts <laughs> then?
1: Uh, it's just a misnomer. It's a legume. It's a shelled vegetable.
2: Speaking of going in the ground and how cows are sacred, don't they bury the horns in the ground? as a sign of this. respect close to their homes.
1: I don't know. No, 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 no. Yeah, no. I do. Nice. Yeah, that's fascinating. <laughs> no, it is. Why? It's uh, because it's
2: respectful.
1: To the cow? I guess so. Why are the cows sacred? Because they have milk and cheese and... Yeah. And dung f- for fuel, I, I guess. guess.
2: so. I don't know why they're I sacred. I don't do. know why they're sacred anyway. They're big there's, smelly there's things. There's a whole thing
1: about why, why cows are sacred in uh, Hindu uh, culture, which might be the same but reason. It's but only
0: female cows, right? Uh,
1: yes. It's partly because um, the the shit they make is dried out and then burned as a fuel source to cook with mm. and to heat. So like it makes sense to keep the cow alive so you can fuel your... Life.
2: Mm.
1: That's just a theory. So we need we need someone from, to record us who like, fact mm-hmm. checks
2: while we're while we're talking. I think
1: we need like an in-house anthropologist. Yeah, on, on <laughs> staff. They,
0: they have to be an expert like, <laughs> <Yeah>. in everything. It's <laughs> just a board of experts.
1: I've got um, I've got history. Oh yes, really interesting history. A uh, bit depressing, but we'll get to that bit yeah. later. So Burundi is one of the few countries in Sub-Saharan Africa, along with its neighbours Rwanda. Um, and others, including Botswana, Lesotho, and Eswatini, which are direct territorial continuation of a pre-colonial era African
0: state. So it was all one state?
1: It was a country before it was colonialized, colonized. Uh, the early history of Burundi, especially the role of nature in the country's three dominant ethnic groups, the Twa, the Hutu...
0: <laughs> the and what? The
1: Twa, the Hutu, and Tutsi is highly debated amongst academics. So you have the Kingdom of Burundi, the first evidence dates from the 16th century and then i was sort of a grit in the great lakes region it was like a sort of a tribal monarchy then in the mid 18th century the tutsi royalty consolidated authority over the land so there was like a period where the tutsis were in control and then interestingly the classification of hutu and tutsi which we might get to if we talk about the genocide in in rwanda um it wasn't just an ethnic criteria um it was based. There were like additional things about that. So Hutu farmers that managed to acquire um, wealth and livestock um, were given a higher sh- social status of Tutsi. Does um, that make sense? So it wasn't just like an ethnic mm-hmm. divide, but you could become yeah. the other side of the ethnic thing. Um, and
0: which makes sense because they're actually very similar in a lot of things the the two groups.
1: So, so it's yeah, it's both a social, socio-cultural and ethnic uh, concept. These two ethnic groups. Uh, Anyway, colonialism. Um, From eighteen eighty four, the East, the German East Africa Company, was active in the in the Great Lakes region. um, As a result of heightened tensions and border disputes um, between the, oh my God, the East German East Africa Company, the British Empire and the Sultanate of Zanzibar, the German Empire was called upon to put down uh, sort of revolts in the region and the German East Africa Company transferred its rights to the German Empire in 1891, which established German East Africa, which included Burundi, Rwanda, and the mainland part of Tanzania. And it stayed part of Germany until the end of the First World War, when it was split up during Versailles, and it was given to Belgium mm. Mm. Uh, on oct- in October 1924. Rwanda Urundi uh, which consisted of Monday Rand and Burundi, became a Belgian League of Nations mandate, and, it's, and it was basically part of the Belgian colonial empire.
0: It was stayed, it, was sta- it seen as like the king's back garden, or was it an actual colony? I think it
1: was an actual colony, and it stayed that way until it got independence from Belgium in 1962.
0: And then followed a few civil wars, right? A few
1: civil wars, a few ethnic cleansings, a lot, a lot of political instability, <laughs> and just a
0: <laughs> a lot of political. Wouldn't have guessed.
1: There's well, when when this little subsection in in wiki says civil war and genocides, you don't often hear, you don't often get plurals of that. I,
2: I've not heard plurals of ethnic cleansings either.
1: And then there was lots of like military hunters and sort of like military committee for salvation anti-tutsi ethnic propaganda and that sort of spread over into rwanda as well and back across and there's like the whole shockwaves of that have sort of rent like reverberate around the region uh 250 people died in burundi since uh, in various conflicts between 1962 and 1993 uh 250 250,000,
0: oh, yeah. Oh, um, Two genocides. <laughs> you why are they a big fuss <laughs> out of it? <laughs> uh,
1: then you've got two genocides, 1972 mass killings of Hutus by Tutsi-dominated army and the mass killings of Tutsis in 1993 by the Hutu majority. Um, and then since 1994, I mean, like, more civil unrest. It's pretty like an author. And Pierre
2: died relatively recently, wasn't it? Like... Um, Say on uh, snake yeah, terms.
1: Pierre, I actually haven't got Pierre Nkunziza, once leader of rebel group, elected president in 2005. As of 2008, the Bundy government was taking, who said, trying to bring peace. was still sort of at war. I don't know if he's died recently. Do you well, know he had,
2: oh, what was the, he, oh, he called himself something. It was like the supreme, yeah, he gave supreme himself King. a title. It was like the supreme supervisor or something like that. And it was his third election, which just basically,
0: Mm. yeah. But also,
1: it's probably worth talking about um, human rights in Burundi. Um, Burundi's government has been repeatedly criticised by human rights organisations, including HRW, uh, for the multiple arrests and trials of journalists related to. Well, the report on Amnesty International named named some alleged journalists prisoners of conscience. 2009, government Burundi changed the law to criminalize homosexuality, Persons found guilty of consensual same-sex relations, risk two to three years in prison, and a fine of between 50,000, 100,000 Burundian francs, uh, you know, widely condemned by amnesty. And in 2017, Burundi became the first country in the world to officially leave the Inter- International Criminal Court. Freely, yeah. Um, <laughs> so strange. The move came after the UN accused the country of various crimes and human mm. rights violations, extrajudicial killings, torture, sexual violence. Um, but then the US left it as well during Trump's time. Yeah. So.
2: Didn't they lift sanctions recently
1: on Burundi.
2: Yeah, I don't know because obviously it's the poorest country in the world, and it's just completely fucked. So they've just lifted a lot of the sanctions.
1: It's tricky. Yeah, it's, it's obviously like it's a bit like the Afghan episode, mm, isn't no. it? Talked about like you need to help the population. But
2: uh, I've got what he uh, labeled himself after the third.
1: Is it a really long name? Is it great?
2: No, it's the Eternal Supreme Guide. Oh, I like that. Yeah.
0: Eternal.
2: Yeah. I, and also, then he died of a heart attack. So.
1: I like I like the word guide. I like the title guide. Yeah. It's very it sounds. It's it sounds benevolent. <laughs>
0: I'm showing you the way. If I was going to be a dictator,
1: I think Guide would be a good...
0: No, Guide is a pretty good one. Um, Back to pre-19, the 90s. Yeah. Um, do you know if the Cold War had any influence on on that? Like, which side were, like, kind of armed by...
1: I don't know, actually. It doesn't really say whether they're a part of a, an aligned or non-aligned movement.
0: Because I wonder who would have given them weapons, and arms... Some some real dickheads, I think. <laughs> yeah. um,
2: on a better note, well, uh, the tourism has increased over the last kind of over oh, the last twenty years. It's just gotten better and better, apart from coronavirus, mm-hmm. obviously. Um, and next year, it's expected to be five percent of their GDP.
0: Right, what kind of tourism? Safari.
2: Uh, I'm not entirely sure what type of tourism um, but it is national parks and um, kind of mountains and wildlife tours tend to be what people mainly go there for Um, but the FCO still says that you should avoid it unless it's essential yeah so the tourism infrastructure is really poor there obviously Um, and the infrastructure in general is is pretty poor. As I said, I think it was about fifteen percent paved roads.
1: Sort of goes hand in hand with being the poorest country in yeah. the world. Like you.
0: I suppose yeah. China will start building some stuff there soon, if they haven't yet. Yeah. They probably are. What
1: was it was it Belt and Road? Was that the yeah. initiative? Um
0: Um and the latest date I could
2: find was uh, there was 3, 300,000 tourists went in twenty seventeen, but there's no accurate figures really since mm. then. So it's not, you know.
0: I wonder hot, hot spot, where... Really. So you said 300,000? 300,
1: 300,000,
0: uh, yeah. I wonder where they all stayed. Good point.
1: That that segues us very neatly into your favourite segment.
0: Oh, um, it is my favourite segment, you're <laughs> right.
2: <laughs> but Again, it's probably quite a tough one uh, because oh, it's the poorest country.
1: Well, in ter- well from, from the... Poorest country to the poorest example of a guest house, brought to you in association as (laughs) always by the Alpha Guest House, Bristol's premium guest house accommodation. Yes, I am on fire today. Um, (laughs) uh, I think they've just had their account on booking unfrozen, so congrats. (laughs) 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 Um, This is Hotel Denial. (laughs) <laughs> I did deny <laughs> <laughs> oh, the like D U Nile N I L. denial. Yeah. Denial. Um, I'll be honest with you. This was the worst-rated hotel in Burundi. And there are only two reviews. Only one of them left a written review, and it's terrible. What was the other review? It was just a. They clicked how many stars, and they put terrible. Uh, Didn't write a review, and to be honest, this review is terrible. Not in the sense it was a really bad hotel. It's just really not interesting. Mm-hmm. I apologise. Um, so last year in March, our field study class was visiting Rwanda and Burundi. Rwanda was fantastic, and we were, th- and we were therefore really excited to be visiting Burundi, especially to see Lake Tanganyika. Hotel Source de Nil was, expense- was more expensive than the hotel in Rwanda, so we had high expectations. When we got there. We were more than disappointed. The bathtubs were dirty. Rooms were very stuffy. The stairs were too old and the elevators were the worst nightmare. Additionally, the hotel was very old. I would advise the manager to renovate it. There were several good things though. The breakfast was good. The view from my room was great and the guards were really friendly. No, oh.
0: That's it. Uh, that, so was that was the okay. worst so what, how happen? many stars?
1: That was a terrible So one non-star. star, yeah.
0: Well, they topped S- it off with nice bits so they could yeah. give it a two or a three maybe. Mm. I like how it took them like a year to write that review. Didn't they say, like, last year I went to. Oh, no, to yeah,
1: last year in March. They wrote it in 2016. So, 20. F-
0: but yeah, but regardless, they so were able to Yeah, I tried. I,
1: I tried yeah, to find a bad
0: who, one. Who goes like, a year after they've been to a place like, oh, I'm no, going to write a review next door. last year? Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a good point, actually. I, I'm going to. Americans. <laughs> Is it Americans? Obviously. Uh, I assume so. Huh. Um, who says field study class? My field study class. Definitely but It could be an
0: American school in Africa. That would say it, yeah, so they're on. full
1: of Americans there. Americans yeah, or go rich to America.
0: locals. I got a friend,
1: a friend locals. of mine went to a, a, an American school in uh, Delhi. She spoke with a bit of an American accent. She was Indian.
0: Oh. Strange.
1: Curveball. I don't know <laughs> who'd have thought that.
2: I don't really have a lot left. I did look at some kind of important
1: oh, I was projects. A, i going to make there. a terrible joke about firing blanks, but I won't. Um, I've got I, some sorry. some stuff
0: just about drums. Um, oh, Burundians yeah. love; um, they they've do. got a rich drumming heritage, to be specific, and the world famous, which you might know, but obviously I don't know with my very weak music knowledge. Royal drummers of Burundi, uh, which like toured the world, that actually sounds familiar.
2: Uh, well, more they, so than the country of Burundi itself, uh, <laughs> the royal drummers of Burundi. It does. That's
1: well, where jungle music comes from.
0: <laughs> <laughs> with their drums, uh, they use traditional drums like karienda, and uh, performances are typically um, like there's dancing with it as well, like included. But they've got more than one type of drum. But the karienda is apparently like the the normal, like regular kind of drum. Um, is there a royal family? There, was a, there was a royal family. Yeah, there oh. was a royal family. But this one, this royal, uh, the performance of the royal drummers has been the same for centuries. So they don't really bother trying to invent new shit. Always. Remix! <laughs> if it ain't broke, don't fix it. If and like their techniques are, and traditions are passed down from father to son. The members of the ensemble take turns playing the Oh my God. Inkyriania? Dancing, resting, playing the other drums, rotating throughout the whole show without interruptions. It's wow. a like good fun to be fair.
1: Sick. Sounds like a bit of a circle jerk, but with drumming. Drum circle. Get, jerk. You get tired. You have a little dance, and you back at it. <laughs> tag, tag your dad in. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Give me a <your> hand. <laughs>
1: I'm sorry.
0: <laughs> I don't, I don't, I I don't really episode. have much much <laughs> else to well, no to bring to, end it on no, to finish on. Else. Where are we going? I've,
2: now? I've got a couple of like important projects and charitable things huh. that are going on out there. I thought we'd yeah go ahead. Uh, so the World Food pr- Food Program are there. So you should probably check that out. Uh, the Burundi Education Fund, um, which teaches people. But I was very surprised at this. And I hate it for some reason. Uh, it's called Be Good. Um, <laughs> I'm just going to give you the... Is it
0: Melania Trump's... No, no. I don't know, people was be in best.
2: Burundi need access to clean water. Donate to Beyonce's organi- organization, Be Good, um, who are working with UNICEF to supply safe water to the people in Burundi. Uh, with the statement on Beyonce's website states, with your help, nearly half a million people will gain access to safe water... Uh, as be good for Burundi.
0: I'm pretty sure beyonce got like paid last week like got paid like twenty four million for a two hour show in Qatar
2: <laughs> be good beyonce <laughs> yeah, I mean no, yeah. she's a knob, but I guess she does good things as well as bad things,
0: so I remember in i was when I was in New Caledonia we visited God, this is this a like,
1: story like i was in istanbul and no, i was having a hot dog and i also just wandered into beyonce's
0: open no, air no, concert no. So we, we went to see uh, you might have seen it it's quite famous like you might have seen a picture without knowing where it is it's like a, a mangrove forest that yeah, yeah. like has a shape of a heart yeah you yeah. he told us about this yeah. um well the guide who, who showed us this when you
1: there when it wasn't shaped like a heart when there are no leaves I mean, and you're really unimpressed
0: it, it over time, like the picture that is really famous was taken in the 90s, I think. And also, a mangrove moves so it was still shaped like a heart, but the the colors were a different shade, so it was not as obvious. Because you yeah, see it, it wasn't just like you the don't picture like different
2: colors, is what you're
0: saying. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck's sake, Tom. Uh, okay, <laughs> I'm using <used to> it. <laughs> um, anyway, the guide there, uh, who's like, um, you know, trying to protect the environment and stuff like that, um. Was talking about how he, he got money from Shell, the um, petrol company, <laughs> like the um, um, fuel company, energy company. Uh, and my dad was like, oh, So, obviously, it's always good to get some extra cash, but how do you feel about getting cash from like companies that like, completely like destroy the environment? He's like, he said, uh, Money has no smell, like no odor. And I th- I think about that still like all the time now when I think about like stuff like. Beyonce helping like at the end of the day, if it does help, like it really doesn't matter. Like you know, it's a bit like yeah, the, yeah, the, the, was, the money in, in Afghanistan. You, could
1: you, you could you could say like you know, if I sold loads of blood diamonds, well, I would feel pretty bad about it. So that's a pretty poor yeah. It's redistribution but, of of pain. But
0: if you if you think about the person actually getting it, like. It's normal to take all all of it that you can. It's more like that perspective. Don't ask where that came from. It's just that kind of. Yeah, like yeah, but then you, it would be silly. But that's like not that to that
1: ignorance it. is bliss, isn't it? Because you're just yeah, you know, kind of.
2: But you're not going to say no if you're if you're trying to. If Beyonce's like, I'm gonna give you all my money,
1: then to you know to give people safe drinking yeah, water. Yeah, okay, yeah, that's fine with Beyonce. What if what if fucking Kim Jong-un was like I'm gonna give you all (laughs) my money I'm gonna give you all my money (laughs) 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 or or some other
0: they say like the the well it depends to what ends because if you do something that you believe in with that money
1: and by the way never speak badly of of me or the Kim family
0: together Well, in the same sentence yeah in the same sentence even,
1: even if you accept money in what appears to be a spirit of like openness and sort of no dependency there is implicit like dependency like if shell if shell gave nerpa travel 50 million and said you can be as critical of us as you want i think implicitly we'd be like we better not say anything bad about shell even though we want to it's the implication it's the implication
0: <laughs> yeah
2: but you could do a lot of good with that money if they said you can say whatever you want i'd be like when well, you're a f- Bunch of dicks, but yeah, it was that and, money. And I'll be
1: like, yeah, fine, we're just never going to mention them. we got it from you ever. Yeah. It's just money that's appeared, but that speaks to your point, surely. Yeah, um, it in some Beyonce, <laughs> would you like to sponsor a podcast? <laughs> 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 Those are perfect. Do you need to launder your Qatari blood <laughs> blood oil money? Oh, where do go, we go now? Should We go yeah. to another place. Uh, uh, you gonna, oh, actually, where you going where do you fancy, Edward?
0: Um, so we've done Africa, we did like Central Asia and like m- Muslim countries lately, so let's go to South America. Yeah, I'll be up America. for that. Right, are we ready? What do you want? Sorry, it's time. Oh, we mind South America. South America, okay. <laughs> right El Salvador. Nice. Did we do that already?
1: No, we haven't done no. El Salvador. El Salvador.
0: I actually know someone from El Salvador, that's perfect.
1: All right, well, let's get a story from him. What's his name? Guillermo. is, he, is Guillermo. He, It's is not a joke. He, is he in an MS-13? what oh my god
2: we'll find out next week <laughs> <laughs> uh see you next week everyone all right are we gonna do two should we do oh, we let's, do two, let's yeah, pick yeah. a second
0: yeah. one right second country portugal oh. Oh, okay. yeah okay it's all right i've never been actually uh see you next week and the week after and every week and, and every, every week
1: until the end of time goodbye <sighs>